Attention Pokemon players, welcome to the Triple P's second annual award show where we hand out awards to community members and top Pokemon TCG cards and decks. I am your host, Jake Abrams, alongside with Chuck, aka Whimsy Watch, and Ryan, aka RY4 Gaming. Woo! It's Golden Pierogi it, time. It is the final <laughs> episode of the year, and is this yeah? It's our second annual uh, award show. The last last year's was so much fun. Uh, spread spread uh, spreading the love. Um, can't wait to do it again. I, I am I am super excited. Yeah, because um, we got thirteen categories of fun stuff to talk about and hand out awards to. Yes. Before we get on to the awards, though. Uh, it has been another week uh, since the last episode. How have you guys been? We'll start with Ryan. Oh, I've been good. I went on a, uh, I went on PTCGO before Christmas, and I uh, made off like a bandit on doing trades. I ended up getting rid of a bunch of junk that I didn't, that I knew I wasn't going to make deck, uh, either wasn't going to make decks out of, or just had, you know, five or six copies of. Yeah. Ended up coming out with a four-three Leafy online, a. 4-3 Duraludon line and a 4-3 Shadow Rider line. So I made three decks out of a bunch of useless crap that I wasn't going to play with. Nice. nice. Chuck, how about yourself? Um, well, it has been a busy week for me. Um, uh, just the busiest week of delivering because Christmas. And then uh, I got to enjoy Christmas. I eat too much and uh, relax. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, and then for myself, I got a ton of uh, Pokemon product, sealed product from my lovely family, uh, my wife and child. Uh, I got a ETB. I had a booster box and a bunch of loose single packs. So I think out of all of those, I had about 65 packs. Um, and I was like, OK, I'm just opening this, you know, for the, you know, for the Christmas day, not going to stream anything. Ended up pulling out of all of those 65, one Street Mew fire. V. No? Oh. Yeah, one Mew V and I think three Lucarios and three Serenas. And that is literally it. You got my oh, luck. No, you got to build that Serena deck. <laughs> yeah, that's Serena. not happening. You got you to gotta make the Serena expanded deck. I heard it's pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe one day. And I'll look <laughs> fondly on those Serenas like, yeah, that was worth it. <laughs> I mean, I think I have two of those, so I'm I'm up there with you too. So yeah, me too. I got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> we have plenty to make the deck. Serena's for everybody. Serena's for everybody. But we are on our uh, our award show today. Is going to be a little bit different than the last time. Chuck is actually uh, the only one that knows who won. Uh, so basically, we took a bunch of categories from last year's, and then we kind of all voted individually. And then there were a couple super secret uh, behind the scenes people that uh, were there for tiebreakers. Uh, yeah, so thank Illuminati you guys to throw in oh. some extra votes. Exactly. And extra things as so well. You know who so, you are. Yes, you know who you are. Community vote a little bit. Yes. So we just we know the nominees. We do not know the winners except for Chuck. So all of these reactions will be you know raw and you know reacting to that. So the. Chuck is really going to kind of drive the show on this episode. All right. Yes, I, I get to be in the driver's seat. And uh, I have no monologue, as the typical <laughs> award shows go. We're in danger. So, <laughs> as they say, I'm just going to jump right in. 
Let's do it. Get to the very first, the very first category. And uh, we're going to jump right into YouTube. And we're going to say the best YouTube Pokemon content. Now, we had a couple different categories, but I just went YouTube this year. Anything. So we have three categories this year. Or no, three nominees. And these three nominees are Tricky Jim. And we have Zach Lesage, his channel. And we have Little Dark Furies. The winner okay. is You're not going. you want you wanna just go straight to the winner or are we gonna talk about this? All right, well, I'll open the floor. <laughs> Who wins? All right, well, my vote happens to be for Little Dark Fury because of his variety of content. Mm-hmm. This man will take any card and just make a deck out of it. Why? Well, because it's fun. <laughs> Why not <laughs> just true. try this thing out? You know, who cares if it crashes and burns? Because we're just going to get up and do it again. So, Very true. Uh, so, so mine, yeah, I mean, very deserving nominee uh, for the reason you said. Um, I picked Zach Lesage because he breaks down the meta like nobody else. Um, shows what decks are you know hot for that week, um, how to play those decks, and then just gives anybody that you know is trying to be very competitive that inside knowledge um, to kind of you know feel the meta out. Uh, so yeah, Zach was my choice. All right, and then we'll insert drum roll here. The winner is the first golden pierogi of the award show goes to Little Dark Fury. I can't say I'm too shocked. I mean, like Ryan said, he, he makes basically any card playable. Maybe a Serena deck. <laughs> Going back to the story, but no, very deserving. Congratulations, Little Dark Fury. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the consensus is that uh, he just had lots of different takes and um, usually explores a lot of fun stuff. So that's what the community said in that in that side. And he comes out with his first golden pierogi, as they say. <laughs> and so, as as Andrew Mahone's Beedrill coming out of nowhere with a, with a chair is coming, is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Andrew Mahone has a lot of nominations, actually. So we're going to move into the next category which is best Twitch content. So this is looking at those that provide content on Twitch, obviously, as I yep. just repeat myself a different way. Um, but we have three new nominees. Um, and I'm going to open them up with, we have Sunny Games, our friend over at Sunny. Uh, we have Magumi, aka Gumi Gumi, over in the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And then we have Tricky Jim, also nominated for his Twitch channel. Yeah, this so. one was very hard. Um, I love all those uh, nominees, and there's plenty other, um, you know, Twitch streamers that deserve it. Uh, but I think it has to go to like my my vote is is Andrew Mahone because he is the face of Pokemon. He is the welcome wagon. Um, to newer players he also is competitive competitively viable that any um veteran of the game can still watch his videos and learn from it or or his, his twitch channel and he's on there every single day 
Um, not that the other nominees aren't, because um, those are both super awesome nominees. But I, I think it really just has to go to Mahone. That's that's my personal thoughts. I personally picked uh, Megumi because uh, uh, I barely watch Twitch because I'm normally busy doing something. Yeah. Or we'll just casually watch a YouTube video here and there. But uh, since I barely ever watch Twitch, the only content I really watch on Twitch is uh, the Triple P podcast, uh, Twitch, <laughs> and uh, Megumi whenever they're doing pack battles. And I try to get on the Gumi stream every once in a while as well. But it's, uh, yeah, that's the only one I can put my put my uh, feather into with that one. It's like, ah. Chuck, cool. how about you? Uh, well, I'm 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 just gonna go right to the winner. Okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> give my my opinion. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna start announcing in the uh, drum roll. I remember to put them in. The winner of the best Twitch content is our good friend on the West Coast, Magumi. Takes, oh. takes the best Twitch content and. I can't be surprised. I watch every week. It's great. Um, yeah. That's why I didn't. I didn't give my opinion because it would give it away. It was. I, I try and watch every week. I. I mean, I'm gonna sum it up at the end of the the community, just like I did last time. All of these people deserve awards. I mean, so the any content creator deserves an award just because you're making Pokemon stuff. And but Megumi is oh, just a sure. lot of fun. I really enjoy it. That's why. I went that way and why we got a couple of votes going that way. It was just a good channel. And I'm sure if we opened it wider, we'd see a whole bunch of different other content creators come into. So, Oh yeah. Gumi's channel is awesome. Um, I know she does a variety of different Pokemon categories. So you do have the TCG, you have the VGC, you have art, um, you have, you know, snap from time to time um, doing a lot of fun variety of Pokemon and plus, you know, doing pack battles with a triple P podcast as well. Um, always fun content. Um, so very deserving. Um, all three of these nominees, um, great part of the community. Um, so yeah, I, I can't fault. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got one more community driven uh, award and that category is going to be the best podcast. Um, now it's just podcast, anything that's driven via a podcast. So we have three more nominees and, uh, I had to tell people that you cannot nominate us. Unfortunately, we <laughs> cannot win our own award. That would just yeah, kind of look wow. weird. Rigged, uh, rigged. And yeah, we just be rigged because honestly we would win, but no, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Just uh, no competitors. We have three new nominees and let's start running them down. We have. Uh, last year's winner, Tag Team Podcast. And we have the Lake of Rage Podcast. And we have the Metapod Podcast. So, guys, what do we think of these categories? All right, I'll let you start. Ah, I personally chose Triple P, but I had to. <laughs> I was one of those few that got told you can't vote for Triple P, so I went for my only other Pokemon podcast that I really listen to, and that would be Lake of Rage. Yeah, all three really great um, tag team. Of course, they've been doing it the longest. They they rock. They're awesome. Um, you know, can't really say much more. They, they won last year's. 
uh, Metapod, awesome friends of ours. Uh, again, talking talking a lot about the TCG and relevant you know c- uh, categories uh, throughout the year. Uh, at Lake of Rage, has lots of awesome guests. Um, same thing, um, talking the meta, uh, you know, the, throughout the year, and really breaks everything down really well. Um, love all three. I can't wait to see who you know takes on the dub. All right. Well, then we will get right to the winner. Uh, the winner of the best podcast of the second annual Triple C Awards is the Metapod. Jake and Sean take away this award. Clapping, clapping, clapping. Um, I mean, I got a lot of good feedback from the community votes that I had in there. Just two guys that present a professional podcast. Uh, talking a wide variety of things from art to buying and selling, plus the meta, obviously. The the podcast, I listen to it every week. Mm-hmm. It's the podcast that evolves around the evolving meta. Fun little tagline they got. Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's a great listen, and they do present it in a cool way. And, and them two have a good rapport with each other, even though they don't live anywhere next to them. Yeah, next so so I think... All three, again, are deserving. Um, but the thing that sets the Metapod uh, aside from all podcasts, including ourselves, is just Jake and Sean's chemistry. Um, they bounce off each other better than any, you know, duo slash, um, you know, group, however you want to say that. Um, you know, everyone is great. Love everyone. But the, the chemistry those guys have, it definitely shows. And I think that's kind of why the community kind of went towards them. All right. And then that's it for like community driven awards. And I did want to sum up that like everyone that we nominated and everyone else that has any sort of content creation, you all deserve awards. These are just kind of fun takes that we're doing and what we think is kind of out there and who's doing a good job. And if we hadn't a real award show, we'll give you an award. But like everyone, that's right. Everyone deserves that makes content. <laughs> you deserve an award. So keep doing it and thank you for making content yeah making content is not easy uh, even uh, even when you have the free time sometimes just getting the motivation to say hmm i could be doing you know x activity or you know sitting down and being disciplined each and every day slash week or whenever that schedule is um huge props to you to you whoever you are for doing that um you know we we all need you uh because without each and every one from, from the big guy all the way to, to the little one that's just starting. We need all of those content creators, uh, you know, to keep ourselves entertained and up to date on the meta. Yep. And all you right. don't have to win the gold pierogi. You can win the silver pierogi. Trust me, it tastes just as good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So we have another fun category kind of before we start hitting a couple, we have a couple more fun categories before we start hitting actual TCG cards and awards. Yes. We have uh, one that is internal. The most fun Triple P guest that we had on this year, this obviously. Year. This, this running year, which if you go back, we had a ton of fun guests. And this isn't a like pecking order of who was the best guest. Everyone was fun. This was... Uh, reached out to who who listened and some people threw out names that they really liked listening to 
So that's why we're we're giving the award to that person. Yeah. So, so for my vote, this one was very, very difficult because I love each and every person that's come on here, um, shared their time. Um, so many awesome, you know, just personalities in this in this um, in this community in, in large. So and this one was very tough to break it down because we were only allowed one. Uh, Chuck was very straightforward, so you can only pick one. So I was like, ah, oh, that's really difficult. <laughs> yeah, one you're allowed to bring up one nomination, but um, Ryan, do you have any thoughts before I, I read out who who we're nominating? No, I loved all the guests. They were great. I didn't get to talk to a lot of them, but I definitely, <laughs> but I was definitely in the cast with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so going into our nominees, we have three big personalities. The nominees for the most fun Triple P guest, what we have Pokemon, po- Pokemon. <laughs> That's how everyone read that title. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I, can't, I can't even say it right. <laughs> you knew, it was, you knew right. it was Heather, but you still said Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's Pokemon. She was super fun. Uh, next ca- next nominee, Mr. Raichu from the Oregon po- Pokemon scene. That was mm-hmm. also, he was a great guest. And Andrew Mahone for his third nominee <laughs> nomination of the night. Uh, because that that he is the older, not the older, he was one of the older episodes of the year. Early in the year, yeah. Earlier in the year, and he was uh, a stellar guest. Oh, yeah. But one that I definitely wish we, you know, a huge personality is Slowpoke Well, uh, Hot Chalk himself, Shay. Um, yeah. He was my next vote. I, I wish I could have thrown him in there, but needed to shout you out. Yep. All right. And the winner uh, with in this category goes to uh, Mr. Raichu from the Oregon Pokemon scene. Uh, I don't need to say much more than when I reached out to community members to say who did they like listening to. The episode with Mr. Raichu was brought up often. They said he's a fun personality. He's a great Pokemon professor and just an all altogether joy. So, oh my gosh, that th- this is actually the first one that I voted for for a winner that actually won. Uh, so I'm super pumped for Mr. Raichu. He is the only guest that introduced himself. <laughs> he, he, this is and just the energy he brought second to none and, and there's a, a lot of big personalities like i said um so very pumped that mr raichu won congratulations uh that that's awesome i mean i will i mean this is just a great category and like i said before the category all of the guests were fun I think we may have inadvertently created beef with Andrew Mahone because he had three nominees <laughs> and did not win any awards. So Sorry, Mahone, 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 we up. love you. And actually, I this love, is where I, we, <laughs> this is where we bring out the lifetime achievement award for Andrew. Mahone. No, Mahone's <laughs> awesome. Like I said, he's the, he is the welcome wagon. Um, and then he's also really, you know, good to the little guys like us. Um, I was streaming this weekend and he rated me, um, you know, one of the, the, the arguably the biggest uh, number wise when it comes to Pokemon TCG streamers. And, yeah. you know, he rated our little channel. Um, so that meant the world to me right on my, you know, birthday Eve. Uh, so Andrew Mahone, you're awesome. Sorry you didn't win anything. It's Chuck's fault. He, know, he, he picked everything. You blame it on me. That's yep. fine. All right. Um, now we'll get into our one 
um, player award. So this was uh, looked back in in on what we call the best season by a player or kind of the best season of a player and Jets looking at this year. Yes, we have three nominees in this category. Um, First up, we have a pair of brothers, the Fernandez brothers. (laughs) So if you haven't noticed, they would tear it up on the online circuit. (laughs) 1A, 1B, both Fernandez bros. So we counted them as one vote. So (laughs) that is one vote. (laughs) Fernandez bros. Okay. It's our rules. We make them. Yep. Um, the next nominee is Azul GG himself. Um, and then our third nominee is Alex Shemansky. They're all great uh, nominees. Um, <laughs> you guys are both uh, at one point or another been the meta report guy. Um, so, you know, checking the meta report, meta report every week, I'm sure you saw those guys all the time. Um, I'm sure our listeners know who these guys are. So all very deserving players. Um, I can't wait to see who we picked. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say that I personally voted for the Fernandez brothers because <laughs> not only do I, uh, not only do I see them every week, mm-hmm. multiple times doing the mm-hmm. meta report, but I also see them on Twitter because everybody in the community is laughing and reacting to people trash talking them after they win. <laughs> so <laughs> they'll win a game and the guy will be like, that's just luck. And I'll be like, yeah, good game. Bye. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. They, they get, they get um, yeah, they get the short end of the stick there. A lot of community members don't, you know, give them as much love they, as they um, deserve. They're they're yeah. such they're such respectable players just with how good they are. So yeah, and young, and they're yeah, they're gonna be yeah. regardless if they win or not. Uh, they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with for a very very long time. Uh, so I can't wait to see what those guys achieve throughout their career. Yeah, Azul's pretty good too. Like he did re- this year, he did really well. Not um, only yeah. in I believe players the Cup. players cups were also this year. So he yeah he's done very well for himself. Yeah, and we'll drum roll right into who's going to win this category. And the winner is going to be Alex Shemansky. <laughs> the one guy we didn't talk about. <laughs> the one guy we didn't talk about because what's better than winning back-to-back Players' Cups? He won four and then took down the Invitational. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean... That's a pretty good season, and the guy went from being known as Mr. Second Place to crushing it. So, Well, yep. even if you're Mr. Second Place and then you get a couple key firsts, that's still a um, a really good season. So, you, you know, even if you don't come in first, like, like Ryan said, that silver tastes just as good um, from time to time. But whenever you take home the big tournaments, I mean, enough said. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I get a, I got, I got, I got a few <laughs> shout outs myself. People that I see a mm-hmm. fair bit. Though I got two people. One, uh, one of them's pretty well known. His name's Joshua Sutherland. He's mm-hmm. been killing it a lot. Earlier this year was a lot of Sableye and Talion, and then going into late uh, as of now, he's been playing a lot of Zacian. Yeah, I, I see you, Joshua. I see you. And the thing about all these players, they all win with different kind of decks. They're not always just stuck on one. 
Uh, so it is great to see, you know, these players win with variety of decks for the most part. So, oh yeah, um, it, it also shapes the meta uh, a lot of time. Um, you see a player like like Azul or Tricky Jim play a deck that it has some success. In um, the next day, they're playing it, um, or even like uh, Henry Henry Brand at the start of you know, what was it, the Evolving Skies throws so drag Dragapult out there and literally just made that meta. Um, so. You know, players like that form the meta, and there's a there's a reason why. There's one other person I want to shout out, and it is a user Pokey Drummer ninety seven. He has been playing non standard meta decks this whole since I'm pretty sure at least since Fusion Strike came out, and it mm -hmm. has been a blast watching him play those decks. He actually got me an idea of a deck that I went and took to locals and won with it. That would be the Baby Bolton deck. Good best boy. <laughs> All right, now, now we're moving into strictly TCG card-related votes. So we're <laughs> looking at awards for uh, all the cards, different things, and decks. Let's so we're it. gonna op we're gonna open this up with uh, a relatively easy category. Um, but we're and it, and because it, it breaks down, we all know the nominees already. It's the best set release in 2021. So you can you can figure out the nominees. You go back to Battle Styles was the first set release released in 2021. So then that leaves you with uh, Chilling Rain, Evolving Skies, and Fusion Strike. And uh, we're not nominating Champion's Path and or Shining Fates because those would be the bottom rung anyway, so you don't get nominated. So. <laughs> None for you. No, no progies for you. For you. So those <laughs> no are our four, four non nominees. Do we have any opinions or thoughts or guesses on who might win this? I mean, I'm biased, so I picked Evolving Skies because it made Dragapult really, really good um, once that set came out uh, with the addition of the Inteleon with the quick shooting um, on top of having um, rotation and having shady dealings being a thing really was like the perfect storm. Um, so very selfish pick for me, but that's, that's where I'm going. For me, this year had three really good sets and one very mass set that was way too big for its own good. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at you fusion strike. Yeah. I've opened up yeah. over a hundred packs online. Only got two adventures discoveries. Explain this. Come on. And <laughs> didn't I just tell you, I opened a uh, 65 packs IRL and pulled a Mew and a bunch of garbage bees, not even a, exactly. a high number. It's like way too fusion many strike. You have hit the bottom eight. No chance you're winning. Go this on, one. Get. But the other three, they're amazing. The sets were just astounding. I loved Battle Styles. I loved Chilling Rain. I loved Evolving Skies. It was hard to choose between those three, but one obviously stands out above the rest. And if you don't know which one that is, you should uh, take a look at the four that are named and reevaluate your decision. <laughs> well, I think it's time we announce the winner, which ran away with this category evolving skies <laughs> the best set of 2021 the return of dragon pokemon takes over pretty much 
I mean, you really can't argue with the set. I mean, it drops drops every EV illusion. Uh, all of them made so many different decks possible. Yep. It gave me Rayquaza. <laughs> uh, I, feel, I have a feeling we're going to talk about him a little bit later. There's been, we don't know. There might be a category he comes up in. Um, it gave really cool arts of Sylveon and all the other evolutions. Uh, it's just a great set. Um, I mean, but to be completely honest, Battle Styles was pretty bomb too. Oh yeah, that was definitely considered right. It's a little older on the category because it was the first one of these, but that set was good and was almost a dark horse. But yeah, Chilling Rain was also really good too. It had amazing playable cards, being Ice Rider and Shadow Rider being the faces of mm-hmm. it. Uh, it had the Galarian Birds, which are still being thrown into decks. It's so it's such a nice set. Alt arts of Zara Aura, um, the, the the bird trios that looks astounding. The gold Snorlax, mm-hmm. yeah, amazing. I do set. I do have to correct uh, myself. I did say Inteleon Quick Shooting was from Evolving Skies. I was wrong. That is complete false. That's uh, chill, Chilling Rain. Uh, so <laughs> had to correct that, but still Evolving Skies. Uh, it, but for all the reasons we just said, um, is the set for me for sure. Well, wasn't the the Inteleon quick shooting gold card? Was yeah, guy. yeah. So, so there you go. Somewhat, I was, was somewhat, yeah, somewhat right. Yeah. 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 yeah Thanks we'll, for we'll, saving we'll, me. We'll, we'll, yeah. Great job, Chuck. Great job, Chuck. <laughs> Honorable mention. Honorable mention. There we go. Honorable Let's mention, go. Chuck. <laughs> that's why uh, we, we all know. Your name, buddy. We all know Jake just looks for the gold cards anyway. So mm-hmm. that's why. That's true, why. True. That's why it was in my head. Inteleon wasn't playable until Evolving Skies came out. Yeah. Exactly. If it wasn't gold, it's not playable. So, <laughs> oh, just kidding. All right, moving on. Moving on. We got another fun category here. Uh, we have best card art. Now, these are obviously looking at cards just from 2021. And we have three nominees. All right, Ian, the nominees are Sylveon V Alt Art. Also known as the Cake Shop Sylveon. You can one you can guess which one of us nominated that <laughs> Then we have the Rapid Strike Urshifu B. Alternate art. The alternate art Urshifu B. Then we have the Umbreon alternate art V. Notice it's all V's. None and of they're all, all V-Maxes. <laughs> but they all are alt arts because let's let's not lie, them alt arts are pretty snazzy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, thoughts? Who's running away with this category? I mean, it's got to be Umbreon, right? He's the the most popular of the three Pokemon that's been uh, listed here. It's the prettiest card by far. Uh, it's the most expensive card by far. Maybe not by far, but uh, it is the most expensive at least to my knowledge so that's what it's going to be it's going to be umbreon maybe i have a bias because i don't own my card versus your versus your versus your guys's cards <laughs> rapid strike urshifu v alt art is just beautiful i love the deck i love playing that i, I if i want to force that of it so i can just play with they're just amazing i love it so rapid strike urshifu v is my uh my best my, my best bud so well, we can all guess who I nominated. The and the type. winner of this category <laughs> is 
Umbreon v Altair. Umbreon v Umbreon v Umbreon v <laughs> runs uh, won this category. It was not a landslide. It was pretty close. Yes. Um, I will I will give it my one comment that I got from an actual <laughs> artist. Uh, that best that rapid striker Shifu has good composition and more positive space over the other honorable mentions. So, I it, like they're all the cards are great, but ultimately Umbreon came with the most votes. I mean, it's a great card. It's it's such a beautiful card. It's such a playable card. Um, all of that. So, um, I'm glad you guys came to my sense or to my to my side and picked uh, picked my vote. <laughs> well, um. I don't I don't get a tally votes, otherwise we would have be talking about a different winner. But hey. Yes. <laughs> um now that is the kind of funds. Now we're getting to get we're gonna get a little nittier, grittier. We have the best trainer card that is a non-supporter. So we broke this down a little bit differently last year. We had more categories, but I think it was more fun to try and pick the best trainer card that's just not a supporter. Yeah creates a bigger bigger room of drama i guess so yeah. we have three nominees in this category we have escape rope coming from battle styles reprint then we have level ball i believe also in battle styles also a reprint and then we have battle vip pass <laughs> get out of here <laughs> It was nominated. Someone <laughs> nominated it. I'm not going to yeah. say who. <laughs> His name rhymes with crying. But hey. <laughs> oh, Those man. are your nominees. All great cards except for Battle VIP Pass. Battle VIP Pass is good in a couple niche decks. Um, but I would argue the best overall card or Pokemon Um in the Pokemon game, as far as just a, a support or like a support Pokemon, is that Shady Dealings uh, Inteleon. And what better way to get him out than a free search with Level Ball to get it, turn it into anything you'd like? I'm just going to say that Jake just called, uh, we're, we're going to put this on record, that Jake just called Mew Genesect a niche deck. <laughs> I said it goes into, yeah, okay, a sure. A few niche decks, yep. Jake, yes, Jake, yes. And a few Jake just decks. said Mew Genesect is a niche deck. <laughs> 20% of the meta, niche deck. <laughs> right there, let's you know, go. that's not what I meant. So it, only goes into a champ. <laughs> it only goes into a few decks. Maybe I should... I, should reword the way I said it, but you know what no, I mean. It's all I think, right. I, it's, it I goes think, into a few niche decks. It's fine. Yes, it is going to be niche. <laughs> I, I love I, I love the level ball. I love the escape rope, but I had to put battle VIP pass in there because it's at least something that changes the way we start building decks. I've started seeing more decks being built with battle VIP pass and just completely getting rid of a lot of Pokemon search and just saying I'm going to win on these. Uh, uh, the game since the games are so slow, I can decide my game on the first few turns, and using Battle VIP Pass just decides those games very quickly. And it's, in my opinion, it opens up a whole different play style for people. Well, I mean, those are true facts. <laughs> <laughs> well, we now go to the card to see what the winner is. I'm going to open my fictional envelope <laughs> to see the winner. The winner is Level Ball. Woo! Level Ball wins. 
I can't argue with that. Uh, it's a very good card. Uh, way to get Pokemon without any drawback besides the fact that you are only allowed to get certain HP. But like we said, in this format, and basically since it's been printed, there are Pokemon that you want to get with Level Ball. It's basically been in a lot of decks. Um, I, like Quick Ball since it's been printed um, to search Pokemon. So, I mean, it's a great card and Pokemon search is one of the most important things you need in, in the deck right now. Because you can't play the game without Pokemon. That's right. All facts. So, yeah, not, nothing much more to say uh, about Level Ball other than it is a deserving winner. All right. Well, we talked about non-supporters. Now we got to talk about supporters. Didn't think I was going to go there, did you? <laughs> no, that was a shocker. Shocker right there. So now we need to name the nominees for the best supporter. All right. So three nominees in this category. We have Zinnia's Resolve being one. Don't give me that face, Jake. I don't think the nominees. I just read them. <laughs> Next nominee is Bruno. Single strike Bruno. And the third nominee, sneaking in because he was released in Shining Fates. I almost threw this out, but <laughs> boss's orders because it was released in Shining Fates. Did not say it had to be released this year. Is the best <laughs> card of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's a, a stipulation. Boss's orders. <laughs> but, so, so between Z- you're gonna yeah, so between Zinnia's Bruno and boss's orders. You guys went way off the deep end on this one, my friends. <laughs> I, hey, there's no professors from Marty's release like this year. So. Yes, but they're win. played in I, decks I picked, this year. I picked Bruno because it's probably the best supporter that actually was released this year. I picked Zinnia's because it's been it, it's a really underrated draw supporter. It's not a it's not the best card. <laughs> Bruno Bruno is a, a must have in single prize decks. That's why I put him in there as a nominee. I wasn't expecting him to win, but I think he would deserve to be nominated considering he's not going to be any good after next year. So, Same thing with Zinnia's. I'm like, eh, it's, it's underrated draw supporter. Really good in single prize decks. Very underrated. I, I just, I, I, I deck tested with it, and I was like, man, four Zinnia's is just amazing. Just throw it in your deck, and you have a ton of draw because everybody's putting five Pokemon on their bench unless they're Blissey. You guys both said it. Both you guys said underrated. Um, best supporter card should never be underrated. Hey, well, it, yes, it can be underrated. No. And if people aren't <laughs> playing research, it's underrated, but it's still good. Well, let's drum roll to the... Blah, 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 blah. Oh, look. Boss for win. <laughs> there it is. Boss's orders. Lysander wins in 2021. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, I mean, really, that was a category that was like a runaway. Uh, I really was tempted when someone said boss to throw it back out because it wasn't released, but it was because Lysander was technically a new boss's orders. But Giovanni is not nominated this year. So <laughs> Anyways, just, you guys got to be Lysander. more specific with uh, what your breakdown of uh, each each uh, category needed to be. I, th- I thought that was a given, but... My bad for not writing it in front. That's right. Any, anyway, <laughs> we got to move on to actual Pokemon now. So we're going to name some best Pokemon. The best Pokemon that is in the format currently 
right now, this year, whatever you want to call it. Best Pokemon. Yes. And that's these single prizes, just any straight Pokemon. So we got three nominees. All right. We have Rapid, Strike, Urshifu, Remax. We have Shadow, Rider, Calyrex, Remax. And I don't know how they nominated this because it just said Shady Dealings, but I'm going <laughs> to assume Shady Dealings Inteleon, which is not released in this movie. I guess I didn't put the rules out. <laughs> yes, it is. It had it to is be released the this best. Year. So Shady Dealings Inteleon is the third nominee. You guys went <laughs> off the deep route. We, we I don't think it's drizzle. I, I think it's drizzle, not the Inteleon. They're they're <laughs> the, all, drizz, the drizzle's the, the good drizzle part all of that, the that line. It's all cool. good. All those cool. though that that card or that series of cards is what makes every deck or not every deck, but a very vast majority of these decks very um consistent and competitively viable. Um, so I did not pick a card that came out this year. I picked a card that made decks good this year yeah so we'll, we'll say that Intelli the the entire line we have sobble drizzle and Inteleon. that is your best pokemon nominee for the third <laughs> nominee yes i should have um, voted the Dene. <laughs> uh, technically is allowed because it was part of the format for a little bit it was but Unfortunately, it was not nominated. <laughs> Do we have any more comments on our three nominees? I mean, they're, they're pretty self-explanatory. I think. Yeah, no, I think we're fine. Yeah. Um, all right. Then we're going to say the winner of the best Pokemon in 2021 is... Rapid Striker Shifu VMAX. Let's go. I mean, I, I mean, I how? don't disagree <laughs> with what Jake said earlier, but I'm going to I'm going to put Rapid Strike where he needs to be because the right. man came out in January or around there and has been competitively viable all year long. OK, That's so right. he won the Players Cup and Twice. won. Yes. And yeah, then right. And then right after he won the second one. And, and then, you know, the next set came out. You've not seen him since. I disagree. Barely. I 100% disagree with you on that one, Jake. That's a bad take. I mean, yeah. He's he's not as... He just won a a tournament or two this week, too. I mean, he's not as... I mean, he's not running away with tournaments like probably New Genesect was or or, um, Shadow Rider was when it came out. But let's just... Let's just... I just named two Psychic decks that are... Rampant in the meta and rapid strike Urshifu still found ways to win very true during their meta. It is a solid so, card for sure, and it definitely has a, a win condition that most decks do not have. Um, that can make it you know very competitive against its weakness. Um, that it doesn't even care if you one shot it. So, I mean, it is a very great deck, or a very yeah, it's a great deck. So, we'll just we'll put it at that. That's it. Yeah, Rapid Strike Urshifu is amazing. I love the card. I love the deck. It is kind of a feels good moment whenever I play Rapid Strike Urshifu. So, me personally, I have to nominate my best friend, Rapid Strike Urshifu. And uh, yeah, love that card. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that's your best Pokemon of 2021. All right. So now we're talking decks. We're going to say the best single prize deck of 2021. And we have three nominees again, obviously. We have Baby Bolton. <laughs> we have Decidueye. And we have Rapid Strike Malamar. Any thoughts? Thoughts on the categories here, guys? Ryan, I'm just kind of I'm just kind of shocked that Jake didn't go for uh, Obstagoon and Talion. <laughs> no, it, it is a it's a fun deck. It's did well at the beginning of the format. People have kind of figured it out. Um, Rapid Strike Malamar. It, it can take those big one shots. It is very consistent once it sets up. Um, it's a fun deck. I think it just is superior to any other deck that we've mentioned in this category. Um, the other decks, Baby Bolton is consistent and it can hit depending uh, on matchups. It's still probably two shotting most decks. Um, and then, you know, Decidueye is always there walling off people, uh, walling off those VMAX decks. Uh, it's an annoying deck and it's a medical deck. Uh, but overall, I just think, I, I think Malamar has it. And the winner in the best single prize deck category goes Rapid Strike Malamar. Let's go, Let's go chat. There is no chat. <laughs> there is no uh, chat. Let's go, Ryan. What do you think about that? I'm yep. chat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, Rapid Strike Malamar is a great deck. It, no, it, there's no reason for it not to be not not to be the winner. So. Um, and most most people that I brought up single prize decks to uh, Malamar was the top top guy brought out. I mean, it's just a solid deck and I will eat crow because if we go back to the episode released earlier in the year where uh, Andrew Mahone was on, we both poop on at Rapid Strike <laughs> Malamar before he was released. Uh, and we were incredibly wrong because the man's good. It's yes. a good deck. I love playing it. It's super fun to play as well. It's fun, good, all in a box deck thing that you play and have fun with. It's in a box. (laughs) (laughs) Just put that thing in a box or a Pokeball. (laughs) Just put it in sleeves first. And then a Pokeball. No, no, we just put it in the Pokeball. It comes out all crinkle and then we put it in sleeves. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Having fun here. We have. A good the second to last category, and this is always the fun category. We have the most disappointing deck (laughs) of the year. I think we all voted for the same thing. (laughs) Nope. Um, No, we still have we still have three nominees. Uh, one makes no sense, but we will go over the nominees. the first nominee is Single Strike Urshifu. Yeah, that one don't make sense. That makes up. Why are you? What? Like, wait, wait, strike, wait. That one do doesn't do make sense? Wait for this one. Someone nominated Rapid Strike Urshifu or Rapid Strike Urshifu and Teleon VMAX. No, wait. I, no, my vote was Rapid Strike and Teleon VMAX. Oh. <laughs> There's an extra Urshifu in there. 
Rapid Strike and Telly on V Max. Let's go. Oh, I can't. I can't read it right. It actually says it right there. <laughs> okay. Rapid Strike and Telly. Yes. Now, uh, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. Rapid Strike and Telly on V Max. And then the third nominee. Sorry, mix up there. Sorry, Shifu, I didn't put you in there. Sorry, Rapid Strike or Shifu, Single Strike. I didn't mean to put you in there. <laughs> Ray Quaza V Max is your third nominee for most disappointing deck of 2021 i mean ryan you have anything to say before we announce this i was very disappointed with rayquaza i was very i was very disappointed with intellion and i was like okay which one of these am i more disappointed with i thought intellion would do really well in Mm -hmm. the format because i was a big fan of the rapid strike urshifu with chinchino before rotation happened and you were just tanking hits, being able to Cheryl and get different wind and get different wind conditions with the deck that way. It was very thoughtful and slow and methodical. And I was like, okay, Rapid Strike Intellion is going to be that new deck for me that I can try out and have fun and play. No, <laughs> no, that was not the deck. So yeah. it's biggest disappointment so, for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with everything you said there. I thought it was going to be the biggest abuser of Cheryl. Uh, by far. Um, Rayquaza, definitely, you've heard myself uh, argue with, with uh, Duke of Hobbies, uh, you know, when that card was announced, saying I was, I was so adamant that that card was going to be great. Um, so both those guys, very deserving nominees of the most disappointing deck. I got I have issue with you saying that single strike Urshifu um is disappointing what did that deck that poor deck ever do to you that deck is well, well you is have to not necessarily bdif but it is competitively viable um almost that, since the, the beginning the, the disappointment reaches back to the beginning of the year when there was no urshifu with umbreon, umbreon. yeah it once umbreon just, came out which was the majority was of the year he was completely fine. by himself in the deck trying to one punch man it just was a little inconsistent and disappointing in the fact that you couldn't it wasn't as consistent as the rapid strike guy was how dare you sir (laughs) that is the point of the nomination i couldn't think of a more disappointing deck sorry that's fair because i'm I'm gonna get the winner of this the winner of this category we're gonna Go right into that. The winner of this category is Rayquaza V-Max. Winner? Winner. <laughs> Whatever that, you want yeah. to call it. However you want to phrase it. Winner. Oh, man. The Urshifu, selection Urshifu, Urshifu. committee has Urshifu. decided that Rayquaza was the most disappointing deck of 2021. Um, I am still making it work. It still wins, just not consistently. I have, a, I have an honorable mention. Okay. And Go for honorable it. mention is Glaceon V Max. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of people that thought that deck was going to wall everything off. Yeah. Yeah. High HP, no. uh, walling things off. Yeah. That was that's more of a deserving uh, nominee than our boy Single Strike Urshifu. <laughs> well, we'll see if I decide to edit the fact in that Glaceon is now nominated. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see when it comes out. When this Nonetheless, uh, Ray Quaza we'll for sure. That. Ray Ray. <laughs> I mean, what can I say? You're just, you're just horrible. No, nope, he's not I agree. horrible. He's just yeah. disappointing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we thought S tier. We, we thought, thought okay, S tier. We okay. This is gonna break the trap. matter. We fell for that trap. I 
still have faith that he will you be next year. Are still blind. <laughs> well, one day when I win a regional with Rayquaza, you'll eat those words. If you do, I will kiss your feet. I said Rayquaza. It doesn't have to be Rayquaza VMAX. No, that's not. Oh, anyway. It has to be VMAX. <laughs> All right. We have one more category, but do we want to do any kind of shout outs now before this category? Or did you want to do them after the last let's, category? Let's just do it after. Uh, let's get yeah. let's okay. get the, the awards done out of the way and then give the love to our community. All right. So we'll jump right into the last award. Obviously, it's a easy category to figure out best deck of the year we have three nominees um that let's just say confuse the selection committee <laughs> um but there are three nominees so we have uh the first nominee is cake rider shadow rider and with an out cream yeah uh and then we have Dragapult VMAX. Mm-hmm. And then we have Rapid Strike Urshifu, but made a point to make sure that it was Sinchino built. <laughs> um, so uh, when I'm just going to throw this out here before we start naming winners, uh, I got a lot of question marks when I reached out to the voting committee on why it's these three decks. But we got votes nonetheless. We we seem to have lost Jake. Jake, Jake is Jake has lost it. He's cry laughing. It's great. So he's about to. He's he looks like a strawberry right now. Ryan, do you have any input? On, on other three, other than Jake being a other than Jake being a literal fruit right now. <laughs> I chose my favorite deck, and that's why he's turning. Uh, that's why he's. <laughs> That's why he gets what's right going there on right now. You. I was right there with you until you said Chino. <laughs> oh, he's performing photosynthesis over there. <laughs> oh man, sorry to have it. I haven't had a laugh like that in a while. Oh, gl- glad I could be of assistance. <laughs> oh, sorry so, about that. Go on. I'll just go right into the drum roll because I think Jake's reaction sums up those nominees. <laughs> If you only you could, see, if only this podcast was in video form, you could see the reaction. You just see chair, strawberry, chair, strawberry, chair, strawberry. But the winner of the best deck of 2021, it's a tie between. You have a tie? Yes, it's a tie between Cake Rider if it didn't have the cake and Rapid Strike Urshifu if it didn't have this Machino. <laughs> Because that's the biggest comments I got back. Everyone would say rapid strike if it didn't have Chinchino or Shadow Rider. If it was Shadow okay, Rider, okay. So uh, let's Rider. let's break this down. Okay, so rapid strike Urshifu. We've already talked about it. Um, the non-Chinchino version um, had a lot of success with Players Cups and championships. Um, but then went on a very big lull through the year. Um, did win pop up tournaments here or there. Um, then, you know, uh, chilling rain came out and you, you saw a lot of, of, of the 
Cake Rider running around, making Alcremi really good, having the Shadow Rider Calyrax uh, really good. It was it was BDIF of that format. Um, but then it gets really knocked out by Dragapult uh, the next in the very next format, um, being very dominant, being the number one deck um, for a very long period of time. Uh, so, I mean, for me, I picked Dragapult because that was my favorite deck. Um, I don't know how you could have a tie. Um, Cake Rider still well, needs the one one of in there. Um, that is that the 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 selection choices made it um, very difficult for the people I had voting in. Um, Cake Rider won with the most votes, um, but every comment was if it wasn't specifically Sunchino, Rapid Strike Urshifu, they would have picked that. So that's why I I, I give the award to Rapid Strike Urshifu Vmax deck of the year not specifically naming his partner pokemon yeah i would tend to agree um like we said it won two players cups um and, and had success throughout the year um it's the oldest of those decks nominations um and, and definitely it, it was there's enough said it, it the, the the tournaments it, it won um, says enough for the deck. Ryan, you have any comments at all? I don't know why you guys hate the Machina version. <laughs> no, no, we're, we're I also specifically, it's, I also it's, specifically put in that it's the team up to Chilling Rain format that I, that I enjoyed. That that was the best deck. So that that was half the year. So that was to me. That's totally viable for being best deck. Well, um, I it. I agree with you on that, uh, but um, in the terms of the time frame of the year, Rapid Strike definitely had the most elongated success. It made it through oh, multiple yeah. formats. Oh, yeah. So um, whether you use Sinchino or Inteleon, the decks are, are similar, but your main Pokemon is, is Rapid Strike Urshifu. <laughs> and you're That's still true. using him today. He's made it through both... He's made it through Cake Rider's main uh, format, uh, main stage of where Cake uh, uh, Shadow Rider ran the roost. Uh, mm -hmm. He's made it through yep. when Dragapult ran Did the he, roost. During the Dragapult meta, I don't think he had much success. At that's all. that's probably his biggest dip, but Dragapult probably of the three had the shortest window. Maybe. You're, you're, you're right. Um, and then he's still finding playability even in Muse meta, which no one wanted to vote from you at all. That's um, a good thing. It hasn't been long enough. It yeah, hasn't been long enough. Too soon, but he's still fine. And and like I said, he's had the long elongated success um, because now you you have Melanie Urshifu still running out, and the main guy in your deck has still been Urshifu ruling the roost. I mean, and you just find different ways of making him work. No, enough said. Yep. Yeah. And right, I think that's it, that's, right? That's uh, it. That's that's the last category. We can play the outro music, but first, <laughs> we got to do some shouting out, uh, yeah. saying some cool thanks and everything too, as well. Yeah, so I want to start out the last part of the year. Yeah, I want to start out. Um, you know, thank you everybody um, that's been part of our podcast this year, um, last year, just the community locally. And everybody I've met online, I'm going to specifically shout out all 
you know, a, a, a large number of people that have been on the podcast that I consider friends that I still talk to outside of the podcast. Um, so I want to start out with our Oregon friends with uh, Megumi, uh, Mr. Raichu, Judge Bunny. Um, and then beyond that, we got Real Sunny Gaines, Sleepy Dreepy, Mellow Magikarp, Pumpkin Amy, Skilled At Luck, Andrew Mahone, Count the Money, Zach Lesage, Azul GG, Jake Gearhart, Luke, um, Luke Morsa, and Pokemon Gaming. Uh, and, and that's just a small an amount of people. I know I'm probably missing somebody um, in there, uh, tons of people, but that's what I got for now. Um, Ryan, do you have anybody? All right, I got a, I got a bunch of locals to thank. These people have made these people have made uh, going to locals very very fun for me. So I've always wanted to shout these guys out. Those being Sam, thank you, Joe, Steve, Devin, Adam, Jared, Colton, Brian, and Nate. All locals that go to the Heroes Inc. Comic Store. All you guys are amazing. You make going there an awesome time. Uh, these other two here that I have with me are also make it very fun, but they're here so I can thank them here. Um, I also want to thank a few people, especially for joining me in the round table. That being Sleepy Dreepy. He's always there. Thank mm -hmm. you, my friend. Uh, thank you, Sinichi, for uh, oh. making that Rapid Strike Urshifu with Chinchino deck. <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> so, thank you, Sinichi. You're awesome. He is and awesome. <laughs> my And one of my biggest thanks for this year uh, it has to be the team over at Limitless. Those guys are amazing for hosting all of the for having a platform on which to host all the tournaments on, and to also have the data available so that I can do a report and show people how the meta is going. I absolutely want to say thank you to the team over at Limitless. You guys are awesome, and hope you guys have a wonderful and successful next year. Chuck, take it away. Send us uh, off. I mean, you guys have thanked a lot of people that I want to thank, so I'm just going to second those. All the locals that I get to play with weekly, bi-weekly, or however, however she gets to show up. I really can't look forward to more than just playing Pokemon on Thursday nights uh, when we do get the chance. So thank you guys for showing up and having that local community. Uh, thank you, Jake and Ryan, for letting me be a part of this podcast. Uh, I, 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 it's a lot of fun. And then I just want to like sincerely thank each and every person that listens to this podcast. I mean, uh, I, I just like having, uh, uh, the fact that I have the ability to talk about Pokemon and someone actually wants to listen to it blows my mind. So thank you. Um, cause we keep doing this for you guys. Um, and then a special shout out as well to each and every person that's ever came on, been a guest. It's always fun to talk to other Pokemon minds as well. So that's all the shout outs I have. That's all we have left for this episode. Ryan, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at RY4Gaming on Twitter. Jake, where can we find you on Twitter? Anux1. And you can find me at WatchWimsy, or you can find the whole podcast at at Pit Pokepot, all on Twitter. Find Jake on Twitch on Fridays at Pit, Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast on Twitch. Yes. Okay, I'm trying. I don't usually do this. Take the <laughs> outro today because I'm running the show. The end of the, the the end of the show. We'll see you all next year, which is next week. <laughs>